0: This is Grilling at the Green After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hey, everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. I am JT. Thank you for listening, whether it's on the Golf News Net uh, radio, uh, 24-7 Golf on iHeart there. And um, you can hear this show on all the multiple platforms and still over the terrestrial airwaves. I've got uh, not only my friend, but he's my therapist uh colton hubler uh with us today he did a great show on the regular show so if you if you're trying to get tuned up to go into golf this year colton gave us some great tips there but like i said this is the part where o- this only airs on the internet this does not air on the regular radio and there's reasons for that but colton are you ready
1: i guess so let's see okay. it okay
0: All right. Get into it. We start off easy, kind of like you guys do in your therapy (laughs) stuff. If you could play a round of golf with one of your golfing heroes, who would it be?
1: I know you mentioned him in the show, but probably John Daly, just because he sounds like a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) think you could keep up. (laughs) No. No, I'm not talking about the golf part either. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. He might have to drive me in the passenger seat for the second nine. He might uh-huh. drink me at the table, but
0: yeah, um,
1: that'd be a fun one too. And just kind of seeing how even just how much power that guy can, can develop. It's pretty crazy. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, when you see the, the driver, so to speak, any club really with him, but the driver that's kind of mm. parallel to his shoulders and the backswing yeah. and then even dipping down. There's only a few guys that can do that. Him mm-hmm. being one of them. Um, I don't even think Tiger in his heyday did it as much as John yeah. did, but it so was a quite good example
1: that uh, even, even big guys can be flexible.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, if you were declared Supreme leader of golf for one day, just mm-hmm. one day and you could make any decree you wanted, what would your decree be?
1: I'd probably change the most recent rule of, of the ball change yeah. to limit driving distance. That's uh, I'm not a big fan of that. So um probably that. Use any ball you want. I think uh, Dustin Thomas um had the best uh sort of scenario or um kind of analogy of it that you wouldn't make a a mile longer because people are getting faster. You wouldn't make a hoop 13 feet because people can jump higher. So um, as long as people aren't taking performance enhancing drugs, I say as long as everyone has access to the same ball and everything like that, like that's just kind of silly to um, just limit the, the distance for it. So that, that'd be what I'd take out right away.
0: I, I understand. Maybe giving myself
1: a couple more mulligans. Oh, sure.
0: Absolutely. That goes without saying. I, um, I understand trying to protect the game, but we can't also keep the game in the sixteenth century yeah you know yeah. what i mean yeah we've we've had advances in technology. you play in uh one of the tournaments, amateur stuff scrambles, whatever we have live scoring there, you know that you can do on your phone and my that's just an example of all the different things we've got better clubs, better uh better equipment, better training, like your TPI training. Mm. You've got better golf instructors out there that are learning, you know, whether you like aim point or not, it's a tremendous training tool for certain people. Some people don't, don't handle it well, but other people think, Hey, that's for me. You know, we've got all these things. So um, I actually, my thought is like uh, Colton's is You've got to use it. Um, You've got these guys like, you know, Tiger and Daly and Justin and all these guys. They're athletes and they've been training for this for a long time from junior golf to the pros. Uh, They like you were saying, they work out. They work out every day or at least six days a week. You know, they do all this stuff. They're gonna hit it farther. Even if you gave them a piece of gravel, they're gonna hit it farther. So let's not try to my thought is let's not try to inhibit the game or limit. Yeah, the that's game. what people love
1: is the big, big long drive.
0: Oh yeah. That's
1: like the funnest part. It's like don't take that away.
0: Well, when you hear them, if you're standing, if you're actually at a tournament, you're standing next to the T box and you hear one of these guys actually make contact with the ball and it, you know, at point. Zero 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 five nine percent of a second. it's gone, and you have trouble following it, but that sound sticks in your head that whack. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's the fun part, okay. um <clears throat> you have a favorite golf book? A golf book? Yeah, something you like to read? I don't, have, have no, I haven't really
1: gotten too much into the the golf psychology books, or just in general, I kind of was looking at them for a little bit, but do you have any recommendations?
0: Oh, lots. i you some. you If you could get a lesson from one touring pro, who might that be?
1: Man, it's hard not to choose Tiger just because I feel like he kind of re kind of changed the game a little bit in terms of what it goes into training and how, how he kind of looks at that whole process. And so since he was kind of the guy that changed a lot of kind of the modern game of training and all that. um, I'd probably benefit a lot from,
0: from picking his brain. If he'd let you, you bet you would. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Colton, if you could erase one mistake from your past, what would it be? Oh man. Uh, digging deep here with that one. Oh, wait till it gets better.
1: Oh gosh, put me on the spot here. Erase one mistake. Oh, I think it's a good sign that I don't have a lot of things in my head right now. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like I don't have a lot of regrets in life. Um, gosh, that is a tough question. I probably wish I would have asked my um, asked my wife out sooner.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we
1: spent probably. Four years in college, and we never dated until afterwards. So that would have been better to just speed that up. So probably say that.
0: Well, what was wrong with you? I don't I, know. I, I don't
1: know. Yeah, it's wasting time.
0: <laughs> don't do that. That's that's our most precious commodity is time. If you could dine with a historical figure, they can be living or deceased. We'll bring them back for the dinner, and they'll look the part. Okay. Uh who would it be and what would it be on the menu?
1: Dinner with a famous person and what would be on the menu?
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: And they're and they're and they're gone already, right?
0: They can they can be alive or dead. And we'll mm-hmm. resurrect them for a few hours, clean them up, set them at the table. <laughs> hmm.
1: Well, Honestly, what I would, <laughs> I know this is a golf show, but I am uh, i am that a matter. soccer person that I am a golf person, to be honest. Okay. And so um, probably someone that I would really benefit from talking to or find really fun to talk to is uh, Frank Lampard. He was a famous Chelsea player, English midfielder. He coached Chelsea, a few other teams. So he has a lot of insight on different playing and World Cups and coaching. So probably would honestly say him um, wouldn't really matter what we're um, eating. So probably have a couple beers instead, maybe a scotch and just chatting about that so
0: as long as you don't need haggis you're all right uh do you remember the first time you ever picked up a golf club
1: i do and i hated golf when i was younger it was way too hard i didn't have the patience i just i wasn't good at it i was typically pretty good about most things i did in sports and so i was definitely not patient enough to have the learning curve for it for it Um, I had remember having three plastic yellow golf clubs that look play school type of ones that I kind of hit around with, but, um, yeah, it definitely took a long time for me to get, um, actually develop what I like about golf. And that's everything that I didn't like about it before. And that's the, it's difficult and it's hard and it's challenging and it, and it makes me, makes me really work hard for it there. But, um, yeah, I remember swinging some of those play school clubs and, um, uh, in the yard at home and hitting windows or mostly missing it. But every once in a while you get a hold of one
0: little, little Fisher price music. Yeah, in the exactly. Back. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, I got the okay. whole
1: little, yeah, little thing back there. Yeah. And classic balls.
0: Yeah. Do you have a favorite player?
1: Still kind of developing. So um, again, newer, newer to the world. Um, spend more of my time watching soccer, moving much more of that towards golf. Um, I really enjoyed the the Netflix, the full swing series. I thought that was interesting to get some kind of insight into the, into the golf world. Um, and uh, I mean, Justin Thomas was, was one of my favorite that I liked through that, um, through that uh, show.
0: Anybody ever tell you, you could uh, probably pass for Jordan Spieth's little brother.
1: <laughs> no, I've never heard that before. I don't even know if I, if I know uh, his brother, I know Jordan Spieth, but.
0: No, you similar. just have to, you just have to get a picture of him and. You could, you must be pretty good looking then stud muffin. Let me tell you, (laughs) stud muffin, uh, sweatshirts or formal wear. Say that again, sweatshirts or formal wear.
1: Oh, sweatshirts. You've seen me in a hoodie. Most of the time when you get a little proactive on it and I'm much more comfortable in a hoodie over my polo.
0: (laughs) Okay. If you were an animal, what animal would you be?
1: Probably a giraffe.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: they're they're pretty chill. They got a good view of everything. They can kick some serious butt if they need to. Um, yeah, they I, I think animals.
0: I think you're the first person that ever said giraffe. I'm I'd not be lying sure if I
1: said like a tiger, a bear. I'm not that aggressive, so yeah,
0: yeah, a giraffe. yeah. What's the hardest part of your job?
1: Combination of just the volume that is needed. And just the amount of everything that's happening with being a clinic director, kind of managing not my own case, but all the staff members, their cases, the marketing, all that sort of thing. So, just the overall volume um, and really the patients that just don't want to be there. So, I can always work if someone's really struggling or um, just really having a hard time, like I'll work with them for forever. But it's the ones that don't want to be there. They're only there because their doctor is making them. Those are the ones that I typically don't. enjoy as much is because they're not, they're not really into it as much. So whenever people are into something, it's always a lot better. So
0: do you get a lot of
1: those? Not all, luckily, no, not too many of them, but, um, and if they, we do get them, they're kind of in and out sort of way. Cause they're just there to make their doctor happy rather than actually listening to what we're having to say.
0: Okay. If we put your, um, golf skills to music, what would the music be?
1: Hmm. Probably a bad dubstep song. There's no consistency. There's no. <laughs> it's uh, It's scattered all over the place. Some parts are cool. Some parts are like what? Um, so I'd probably say uh, yeah. Some some a bad dubstep song. If, if for those yeah. listeners that know that type of music, it's a little a little out there but um so i'm like i said i'm still getting started with my golf swing every once in a while I, I get a hold of one and hit it hit it straight but definitely still still easing into it there so i wish i could say uh, smooth jazz um or something like that but probably not yet
0: mine's kind of like ACDC on acid trying to sing white christmas if that gives you a picture like i can that. picture that yeah yeah like that <laughs> okay if um if you were on death row colton what would your last meal be? Mm.
1: Ribs. Barbecue ribs. And after from my, from my parents making at home.
0: There you go. Yeah. Mine would probably, even though I do a lot of barbecues, you know, I, I, mine would probably be Chinese food. Really? I love Chinese food. What's your plate of choice? Ah, uh, you know what songgu Gai key is? It's a like it. it's a mushroom and uh, chicken um, pea pods in, in a sauce that that's part. Of, and there's water chestnuts and stuff in it. I love water. It chestnuts. Good. Yeah, I like that. And, and I like some really good barbecued pork, um, any of the seafood stuff that they create. I love. So it's all good. And you've seen me enough, you know, that I don't miss too many meals. Yeah. So uh, do you have a best concert you ever attended? A best concert? Yeah. Ooh,
1: kind of going back into my, uh, um, I guess the the dubstep kind of conversation. But uh, yeah, Paradiso 2013. That one was pretty wild. Have uh, you ever been to the Gorge? amphitheater in washington yeah yeah so um they have all sorts of different concerts up there so one of the the two-day concerts that i went up there for um it was pretty cool i went i had studied abroad in sydney australia for about four months in my junior year um, of college and then about when i got back it was like four days later was this concert so i hadn't seen all my friends since like for four months previously um so getting to see all them in that kind of environment then having a um, a kick-ass concert was, was a pretty, pretty cool time.
0: Did you like Australia?
1: I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful area. Mm-hmm.
0: I've been there, um, three times. And, nice. uh, the last time I went, I got my wife on the phone one night and we talked and she kind of said, are, are you coming home Saturday? And I said, yeah. When I got home, she said. And when I would go, I would go for two or three weeks at Mm -hmm. a time to work. And then I would come home. And she said, I was afraid you were not coming back this last time, you know, because I just, I just liked Australia and the people, the Mm -hmm. people kind of fit in with my mentality, which they're kind of carefree. They like to have a good time. Um, You know, they, if they've got something to do, they get right after it. They don't, they don't muck around with that. But then when that's over with, it's like, yeah, let's go, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of the way I I like to do it. Um, What do you think is the biggest mistake you've ever made uh, in your life, in your work? You better not say anything about it in your marriage Mm because your wife, your wife's going to listen to this, but a biggest mistake. I think we all have one that's kind of floating around back there. It doesn't have to be evil or bad. It's just kind of like, I wish I hadn't done that.
1: Well, um, probably delaying the start of being in this role as the clinic director. I got this role, um, a few months before my wedding. Um, and so finding this new role and trying to do the whole wedding process was just a lot and it was really stressful and didn't really allow me to enjoy the process of the wedding as much as I could, um, being stressful up down to that same day as well. So probably if I could have redone that, I would have, I would have started that this, um, the clinic director aspect of it, um, after that wedding, um, just so I could just relax a little bit more of that summer and enjoy things a bit more. But, um, yeah, that ship has sailed. The wedding was still fun, and yeah, well, here, so it worked out.
0: Besides me, who is the most fun type of patient to work with?
1: Who, besides you, man? That's a, that's a high bar, JT. <laughs> 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 you know, ones that are just enthusiastic, ones that like to be there, ones that are asking questions, ones that are just eating up information,
0: yeah,
1: um, and are really just interested in learning more about what's what's happening. Um, someone that just says, like, all right. Um, just, I'm going to just do whatever you kind of tell me to without any questions. Like, yeah, that kind of makes my, my job easy. But when patients are very uh, like involved and in asking questions and interested about their care and learning even more things that even aren't as, as relevant to them, that type of interest, I, I love talking. I love, like explaining things with physical therapy. It's really fun for me um, to share my knowledge. And so the patients that want that knowledge are, are definitely my favorite. They just eat it up.
0: Okay, last one here. This is your chance. What would Colton Hubler's message to the world be? It would be about anything. Yeah.
1: You can only control so much. And really the only thing that you control is what's happening through here. Mm -hmm. So if you um, can't control what's happening outside of your being, then control your thoughts. And if you have good thoughts, it leads towards everything else.
0: Good results,
1: good deeds, good character, all that kind of thing. So control what you can control and uh, life won't be so bad.
0: There you go. Colton Hubler, who is the clinic director at physical therapist at uh, proactive physical therapy in Canby, Oregon, but they have many offices in uh, Northern uh, Oregon and Southwest Washington in those areas. And, uh, Colton's a good guy. And if you need some PT, I would recommend you take a look at, you know, lining up with his clinic or one of the clinics. Colton, thank you.
1: Thank you very much. Appreciate it. To be no,
0: here. no problem. We'll be back next week with another edition of After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. And remember our motto, go out there, play some golf and be kind, everybody. Take care.